Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN 2, Sirius XM, Channel 80, your smart speakers. Download the podcast. Good morning, gentlemen. Your good, good morning. Good morning. Oh. Key really feeling the song. Yeah, yeah I took it out of Jay's uh, playlist. Who sang this? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I took it from your I love playlist. When you do that. I love when you do that. You sing it like you know the song. Apology. I have no idea. I, I never heard that before. <laughs> me in my either. Life. Evan could tell me that he just recorded that earlier today. I would believe him. <laughs> Who sings this song, Yates? Why'd you play that song off the top? Because it's apologies for uh, the Notre Dame coach. Oh, oh. A dude named Lawrence. I'm like, a dude, a named, dude Lawrence. named Lawrence. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join on the Goodyear hotline. And, uh, guys, it is already time. Just like that. Like this. See, I'm snapping right into the microphone. Uh, yes. In case you don't have ESPN, too. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Um, Jack Swarbrick, that's... Swarbrick, that's uh, Notre that Dame's AD, say. because there are two R's there. Yes. You're expecting one. It's either Sawbrick or Swarbrick. <laughs> it's Swar, Swar and then you got to reset your mouth. Brick. Brick, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Swarbrick. Notre Dame's AD <laughs> on uh, Brian Kelly's departure. Uh-oh. I was not surprised. Um, <laughs> there had been enough in in the weeks leading up that, Gave me, you know, gave me a pretty strong sense that um, there, there might be other things that were attracting Brian. And then, of course, social media got very active during the day yesterday. So I was not surprised. Yeah, of course not, because his pattern changed. You know, when somebody is up to something real slick, their patterns change. You, you, always, you always know when somebody's up to something and looking over their back and always – it's that that slick. Oh yeah, he's he's up to something because his routine changes. He's not in the gym anymore at eight o'clock. It's like, well, where's coach? Mm. He's usually on the treadmill exactly at eight. Now he's coming in at ten because the last two hours he's been talking to somebody about taking a job, or he's late to the practice field, or instead of calling you on Wednesday as the athletic director, he calls you on Thursday. Instead of sitting next to you on the plane ride somewhere, he's going to sit next to the other because he's he knows there's something up. And that's what the AD is saying right there. Like, he could smell it, that there was something. You know what I'm saying? You, right. you know that feeling, right? Key, if you ever come in here, like, for our pre-show stuff, and you don't say a word, you're quiet as a mouse, I'm like, oh, okay, wait a minute. Jay, what's going on with this mm. dude? If you uh, – yeah, people, yeah. people fall into – you know people's personalities. Yeah. He comes in, he's joking around, he's, he's, you know, doing his thing. If you were, Jay, if you suddenly came in and you were talking a mile a minute before the show <laughs> and you wouldn't shut up, well, I'd yeah, be like, what's going on with Jay? Starts. Jay, Jay is more quiet. People, <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> people fall, you, you know people you work with every day. You know them. And when yes. the patterns change, you think something's up. Well, as soon as I was on first take yesterday when he had his, um, his press conference, and as soon as he said it, the first thing I said, Jay, is I'm like, oh, yeah, he knew that was coming all along. Mm-hmm. You could just – you could tell. Well, I, could I tell. guess the question is for the AD, like what kind of preparation have you had in place? If something doesn't smell right, then you have to start kind of aligning yourself with, okay, if this doesn't happen, like then how do we move forward? Well, because you have to sense it, right? If he, he, You can tell he sensed it, 
You have to plan on moving forward. Well, one of the things that he said yesterday in his press conference is that he doesn't have a list. He doesn't, like most yeah. ADs run around, he doesn't have a list. He doesn't, he hasn't taken any phone calls or he hasn't reached out to anybody, but a lot of people have reached out to him as soon as it became available. Obviously, the agents are calling, trying to sell their coaches and things of that nature, but he was going to get on it starting today was going to be the process start. You believe I feel that? Like that sounded like one of those I, political things that you say, but he has a lip. Like you have something in your head with How could you I've not? I've a couple calls, or there's a couple of ideas I have, but I'm not going to share it with the media. Yeah, of course. While but, I'm here with you guys course. at the, you know, the impetus of Brian Kelly saying I'm Let me leaving. ask you something else, guys. He says, oh, like key you're like you could tell patterns change, but yes. wouldn't the AD also be aware of any negotiations with the university at all? No one would breathe a word to him. No way. Like, like no one Mm-mm. higher up would be like, I don't know if this is tracking the right way. He wants all these years. He's only getting this. He wants this but money. He never, we're not- but he never negotiated. He, <laughs> one of the things he never did is he never gave Notre Dame an opportunity to match because he <laughs> didn't want- out. Yeah, he peaced I'm out. Gone. He was gone. Like, I got <laughs> intimate little information that. That's why I'm asking. That when it was going down, that he was sitting in a living room having a conversation with a family about recruiting. <laughs> Cold-blooded. And it was going down, and then all of a sudden, he was as quiet as a church mouse, and then he leaves, and he Let says, you something. I'm when out. He's, when he's recruiting, while these, things, while these negotiations are going on with LSU, do you think at that moment he changes his recruiting pitch, pitch and he starts talking about his no. coaching? No. More, no. He's still selling Notre no. Dame, you think? He, he apparently, from what I gather – from my sources, as they like to say, they left the recruiting and they were on their way. He was getting ready to hop on a flight and they were going to catch the flight, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And he basically told them, I'm out. That was the words is I'm out. Key, let's be real about that. I would have handled the words it differently. Was, I'm out. I would have handled it differently. But you still have to hedge your bet. Like if you're still if you are negotiating and you're trying to get a school to the degree that you want them to be monetarily. I'm still going to be on the road recruiting because what what happens if that falls through? No, but it was done. I I, I know, but I'm, I'm saying. But Jay, I would be if I'm, I'm just put myself yeah. in his position. Yeah, been done. It I've made done. the choices that Brian Kelly's made. I put myself in his position. I'm in someone's living room recruiting. I'm probably at that moment not selling Notre Dame as much as I'm selling myself if it's as a done, coach. But but if because I might want sure, that dude it. But if at you're LSU. not sure that it's done, no, are you still going to sell? I know you're sure. saying that. But I'm just saying, like, if it wasn't done, like, are you no, still you, selling Notre Dame? You went into that meeting no. knowing. That one meeting knowing. That, that, uh, that several doesn't make of any them, sense then. You, you knew when you got, no, because you got to do your job, much like you say, right? What if all of a sudden they, somebody says, I'll do it for $5. Yes, you have to make sure you're covering all your bases. But you went into that meeting that evening knowing that you were coming out of that meeting as an LSU Tiger. That's stupid, though. Because but that's I, what coaches do. That, that, no, that doesn't make any – key. if I knew that it was done, I'm not going into the damn meeting. You hey, already look, have the meeting set up, though. Associate head coach, hey, young fella, get in there. I'm gone. I'm out. Yeah, when I say already done, it's like it's done. We yeah. got one last thing to agree upon. Okay, cross so the T's. Yes, sort of, the yeah, I's, cross yeah, the T's. That, yeah, that's pretty So much it does it. kind of seem like maybe a hedge of a bet. You know, that's straight talk, straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Just like Brian Kelly gave that recruit straight, straight talk. talk. So uh, there's that. The kids, and Max. Now the there's kids. a chance that um, Brian Kelly is realistic. It could happen. He could cost Notre Dame a shot at the playoff. 
That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. <laughs> we are presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests join on the Goodyear hotline. I just um, love seeing this little Wayne, hearing this little Wayne song and then seeing little Brian Kelly on the field. Just the, <laughs> the, the combination of it both. <laughs> little Brian? Little Brian. Little oh, B. Man, little Brian? Kelly Get your money, little man. B. I ain't mad at him for getting his money. I'm mad at him. I'm, I'm, I'm mad at him. 95 million way, plus? With the way he did it to the young men. That's what I I'm just, mad at. The thing that I don't, I know how the business works. I get it. I've been around college sports forever. I've seen many coaches go out of the front doors, the back doors, all that sort of stuff, Max. I've seen it. I've I mean, seen it. I mean, if you have $100 million of business and you're being told, just keep things the way they are. Don't say anything to anyone. You're not going to disturb $100 million no. of business. Of course I not. Agree with you. You're going to preserve it. Do what you, do what you have to do. To, you and watch an action coach. flick. They're, they're blowing up a whole city block for $100 million, You know, property damage. And everyone's like, well, yeah, I get it. He's got $100 million in the in the trunk. Of course he's going to. It's the same thing. Don't mess it up, though, Max. But when everybody it. already knows about it. For but everybody did know about. Well, it. I'm talking about what happened yesterday. After, yeah, afterwards, after the fact. like yeah. all right, like come on, man, like quickly come to the table and tell us what's going and on. And then yeah. in certain situations, certain people know how to handle conflict, and certain people don't. Even though he's a coach and he deals with the media awful lot, right, Max? Yeah, I mean, this is uh, I, I detect the lie. We continue to start the day with Brian Kelly's departure from Notre Dame. Start the day is brought to you by Indeed. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Visit Indeed.com. So Key mentioned it just a few minutes ago. Brian Kelly was out recruiting for Notre Dame when he accepted the job at LSU. Then he told his team via text message after the social media stuff started coming out. I mean, text is text, whether you get it on social media or, or, or it's you on the text. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, everyone else got the text message, like, you know, a couple hours ago. Now I'm getting the, the text message. 
Anyway, he made them wake up for a 7 a.m. meeting, right? What? That lasted two minutes. What? Now, there's, so, so there's that, and there's a chance, and this may be like, we could list this stuff, rank it, right? He could cost Notre Dame a shot at the playoff. Listen to this. this it's real. Here's College Football Playoff Selection Committee Chair Gary Barta last night on Freddie and Fitzsimmons, who said it didn't cost Notre Dame this week, but it could next week when it really, really matters. Listen. Now, the way the protocol works in the college football playoff is after the championship games are all done, for our final rankings, if the committee sees or deems that uh, – there, there is a player or a coach who won't be playing or participating, and the committee deems that uh, it's likely to affect the uh, outcome, then the committee can use that as another criteria. See, there's a couple things that, that go in, a, in my brain as to why he made a decision at this point in time to take the job. It's LSU squeezing him immediately and saying, hey, we got to get this deal done because recruiting season is right around the corner. We can't wait for you to make a decision. We're going to have to move on, but we got $100-plus million on the table for you. This is what's going to happen. And Notre Dame is not going to allow you to coach the national championship or the final college football playoff Final Four if you're not coming back there next season. On top of that, he may have, Jay, looked at the rankings and the teams that's in there and said, yeah, we're not going to beat Georgia, so why even go? We're not – you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not going to beat – Just this, to get – just to get – The same thing that's been happening to us – off on national TV, if at best. <laughs> the same thing that's been happening to us the last three times. <laughs> we've been there. We've been getting our brakes beat off of us. So he's probably looking at it from that standpoint. But it is messed up that he may have cost them an opportunity based on what the committee thinks. See, I, I just feel like it's cowardly, Key. You know why? Because when you are a head coach, and I get that this is a business, but it's so personal for the young men that you recruit. And for anybody that's been recruited, when you have a head coach that comes into your home, that head coach is not only acting as your head coach, but almost in a way a pseudo-father figure to you. Like they are addressing things that are real about your growth as a young human being, as a young man, and you believe in that. So now you're telling me there are kids on this team who still feel like they have a shot if chaos does occur, that they can make the college football playoff. And if it does happen, now you're telling me it can be held against me because my head coach took a bag somewhere else and couldn't even stay on board just for another month in order to see if we have a chance to do this? I think that's cowardly, man. I feel that way strongly. So let me – I want to ask this both you. Let me start with you, Key. How would you handle this as a coach? You got $100 on the table – you still got to recruit, et cetera. How do you handle it as a coach? Hmm. Damn, 100. Um, <laughs> I probably would, would talk to LSU and say, look, I owe it to the kids yes. to finish the deal. Let's see where it goes. But let's. I, I'm done. We don't have to announce. I'm, a lock. I'm done. Let me start putting my staff in play. Let the staff start compiling the information. In the meantime, let me talk to Notre Dame, the chancellor and all the people there to let them know that I want to do this, but I'm going to take the job at LSU. But I want to see where it is at the college football playoff. If we're in, I'm good to go. If we're not, I'm going back. I'm just going to go to LSU. 
that's the way I would handle it. If they tell me we don't want you here anymore, then there you go. The door's closed. I'm going on the recruiting trail for LSU. It's, it's simple to do. You may get pushback, but at least I've given the, the, the university an opportunity to be at a national championship. Well, see, it's not like you have to reinvent the wheel. I mean, this has been done before. You've had college coaches that have gone other places after they finish a deal. I don't under I, but I would mainly. But why would LSU say we don't want you to finish the deal? We want you to recruit young men to buy into the program, but we're telling you you can't go finish the program that you currently are recruiting young men to finish the pro. You know what? It doesn't make sense yeah, but, to me. But coaches, Jay, so we clear coaches that typically are doing this are typically assistants moving on to become head coaches or non-power five coaches that's using it as a stepping stone. Notre uh-huh. Dame right now was just used as a stepping stone. Yeah. That Notre Dame, think about what I'm saying to you. Notre Dame was just oh, used as a stepping stone for Brian Kelly to move on to maybe, a university to win a national championship. Maybe or maybe if Notre Dame's not willing to come close to the years or the dollar. Like the dollar but he amount- didn't want any money or anything. Because he, he didn't even, even try to squeeze him. He didn't it. even say, "Hey, they offered but me maybe, ten at a hundred. Maybe you just know they ain't going there. Maybe he just yeah. knows, like they're not, they're never going to come close to this. And and more than anything, everything you said, I hear you. But when there's a hundred million there, <laughs> you're so like, funny. I'm being real. I'm being real. Up the money. No, I'm being real. When there's a hundred million there, you're thinking to yourself, and your agent is there, probably going, <laughs> don't touch, like just don't touch this. Do keep everything the way it is. Act normal." <laughs> Because Act normal, huh? like don't don't do anything different because we're about no, to get the bag. I, let me ask you guys this: Where are we going? I mean, Mel Tucker, massive deal. Now, massive deal. Yesterday, between Lincoln Riley and between Brian Kelly, they're not the two highest paid college coaches in all the land. But you you mentioned and Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney. They get to think they're going to reconfigure their deals. They've actually won championships. Well, they're supposed to. You, I know. You mentioned, you mentioned Mel Tucker, but you forgot about. James Franklin. They just yep. gave James Franklin ten years. All right, first for seven time. Wins. This is the first time in Notre Dame history that a coach has left to go to another college program. Lou Holtz retired, came back. That's why I South call Carolina. it a stepping stone. All right. Wow. So here are the scenarios where Notre Dame gets into the college football playoff in like a week. Okay. Two of these three lose: Alabama, Michigan, Cincinnati. Could then happen. If Oklahoma State loses. It's an even easier path for the Irish. So, who does Oklahoma State Baylor. have? Baylor. Oh, Baylor. Baylor right. Baylor. So, should Ooh, they leave? They lose to Baylor. You heard it's what feasible, guys. you heard what Barry said, right? Is a good coach. Yeah, like it. It could. It's not that far fetched to think that they could wind up in the top four. However, you heard you heard Barta say they do factor in things that the committee feels could affect your competitive chances. I'm paraphrasing. So should they leave Notre Dame out of the playoff because of Brian Kelly's departure if that scenario plays out? No, they shouldn't no. leave them out. If, they, if, they, if the scenario plays out and they're in position to get into the playoffs, not that I want to see it, but whoever's going to be the interim coach for that one particular game, they should let them in. Because that's that's what it's at. That's I what it agree, is. I'm begging the college football committee. Although, to, I would to, buy a seat at two-loss Alabama. <laughs> I, I mean, I, like, I, I feel that way too, but I would beg the college football committee to not do this to the young men of Notre Dame because of the fault of their head coach. See, if, then, if they get in, like, don't do that to the young men. Don't, that's not their fault. How about this scenario? Let Georgia do it to them. How about this yeah. scenario? What if this is wild, right? This is yeah. a wild one. Cincinnati loses. 
Notre Dame gets in. Lou Fickle takes the Notre Dame Stop. job and coaches Notre Dame in the national that could easily happen. Of the final four. Wait, 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 wait. That that is not far fetched. I mean, like it's it's not more than fifty percent likely to happen, but it's not like one percent either. That's like a decent probability that that Think could about happen. That. He goes and coaches Notre Dame in the final four, and then they go to the national championship, and then they upset Georgia. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what you mean? There's no way Luke Fickle could come on board that quickly, and all of a sudden. Hey, let me grab reins of Notre Dame football uh, in the span of a month. He could do it. LSU might be having some buyer's remorse if that happens. What oh, if what? The, it, think about it, though. That would be the dream of all dreams for Notre Dame fans. Actually, no. Evan just said uh, LSU would have buyer's remorse. LSU and Brian Kelly are sitting there going, what do we just do if that were to happen, right? I could have had the championship. And- the, system is oh. al- the system is already in play. You know the assistant coaches are still there. They're coaching the kids because they have contracts. So you already know whatever they're doing. All he has to do is manage the game and let those dudes coach it. Uh, by the way, Heather Dinich, I want to say it again. The, 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 uh, well, I, didn't, I didn't mention that Heather reported that the CFP protocols include, and this is a quote, other relevant factors such as unavailability of key players and coaches that may have affected a team's performance during the season or likely will affect its postseason performance that, that's what the committee uses to help determine between otherwise comparable teams. Yo. Oh. It, <laughs> I love the Luke Fickle scenario. That'd be great. Oh, my God. Would that be good? And you talk hate talk radio, radio things like that. Talk radio That's what gold. you say on every yeah, conference call. Yeast. Don't do this talk radio look at thing. That. Germ hate spreader. That. You just All right. gave some yeast I'm, to it. Um, Max is rubbing off. Yeah. That boy, that's a good influence there. <laughs> G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Time for Keys Real Rankings, yes. brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Before we get to the week's rankings, Key, quickly, who was your top five last week? Well, last week it was the Patriots five, the Buccaneers four, the Ravens three, and the Cardinals two, the Chiefs one. Things change. They move around. There's different levels to these things as I continue to always try and educate you guys on it. It depends on what my eyes see week to week and how I feel about the way teams play. I'm almost like the CFP committee. <laughs> <laughs> no rhyme or reason. No rhyme or reason. It's Let's fluid. go. 
number six. Number six of the New England Patriots. I had the Patriots sitting at the five spot last week, but I got six in there this week. I think when you look at the Patriots, they're certainly on a roll. There's no question about it. They're probably the, you know, depending on who you ask, they could either be the best team in the AFC or the second best team in the AFC, but they're certainly moving in the right direction headed on a collision course, it seems like, to face the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Number five. The Baltimore Ravens are sitting at number five. I had them at number three a week ago, but I've moved them down based on what I saw. They struggled to get out of there with a W against the Cleveland Browns that were missing players with a hurt quarterback at Baker Mayfield. And on top of that, four interceptions by Lamar Jackson. He cannot continue to play that way and think that they're going to get out of it on the plus side of things, it just doesn't work that way. Number four. Four, I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucs are continuing to roll. Tom Brady seems like he's in sync. They should be getting some help on the defensive side of the football in the secondary coming back. Antonio Brown should be coming back at some point in time. Gronkowski continues to get healthy. We saw Leonard Fournette and, and Ronald Jones run the football and do their deal. So I got them sitting at four. Number three. Here's where it gets tricky at. I got the Kansas City Chiefs at three. Even though they had a bye, I put them at three because I feel like they're getting ready to hit a a nice stride, as you've been saying all along, Max. You cannot count them out. Their defense is starting to play slightly better. Their offense is starting to play a little bit better. They've got to put up some more points to get to the number one spot again. But right now, I got them at three. Number two. Here's where people are going to get mad at me. I got the Arizona Cardinals at two. I got them at two for the simple reason is when I look at the head-to-head matchup with the number one team in the Green Bay Packers, they lose that one. They both beat the Rams. There's no question about it. Arizona beat the Rams solid and sound. I think at full strength, if they played the Green Bay Packers, both teams at full strength, no matter if it's a neutral site, Arizona, Lambeau Field, wherever you want to play the game, I believe the number one team in the Green Bay Packers will beat them who sits at the number one spot for me. That Number is, one. The Green Bay Packers is at one. <laughs> and look, Aaron Rodgers, okay, they're getting ready to get J- J- I would just say his last Uh-oh. name, Alexander back at the Jair. <laughs> Jair. I wanted to call him J.B. Alexander what? because I know somebody. But Alexander back, they'll eventually get uh, – they don't even need Aaron Jones as far as I'm concerned right now because Dylan is running like the old Corey Dylan of the New England Patriots, Earl Campbell-like. That is traveling football. You can move that stuff around and go in any environment and excel. On top of that, you see what Scanton's doing. You see what Cobb is doing, Devontae Adams. But out of anybody, Aaron damn Rodgers. Yeah. It's Aaron damn Rodgers. Hey, uh, I, I, the hurt I, toe. I'm with it. I'm with the rankings. There's, do, you notice, not, do you notice what I noticed, Jay? One thing. Oh, well, I, I don't understand how the Patriots who – demolished the Titans 36-13, dropped one, but the Ravens, who still got to win, I hear what you're saying, but look bad because of Lamar Jackson throwing four I picks. I get that one. I get that You one. do? Yeah. How? Yeah, because, I don't because they, the pay- Lamar Jackson just threw four picks, and they're banged up, and they still won. But how do the, the, Pats, throw four how picks do the Pats drop one when they won six straight? And oh, they're on fire. Because there are just other teams added, he puts ahead of them. Added, he likes more. I added one more team. It was five last week. I added one more team. I put them in front of them. Because the Packers were wasn't in last week, if you remember. Green Bay wasn't in. I was okay. mad at them. Okay. So I said, ah, okay, I got to get off being petty. 
So I shot them all the way to the number one spot from not being in the rankings based on my eyes that they're the best team in the National I, Football I, I, yeah, I don't and have a problem the with that. But the Chiefs and the this Cardinals is, consider they didn't wait, play. Th- I'm confused with that too. Right. Let me, let me lay that one out, okay? So key. And, and the Ravens, yeah. on top of that, the Ravens dropped. The Ravens were yeah. at the Ravens dropped two spots because a week ago they were at three. I'm, I get I'm with you yeah, all okay, the way okay. there, right, but I mean, here's the thing: I don't me. like it. But there, I were get it. Teams, there were two teams. There were two teams that had buys, right? Yeah. The Chiefs mm-hmm. and the Cardinals. Yeah. But they now, <laughs> somehow they flip flopped. Yeah. How did that happen? Because when I look at when I look at Arizona and I say to myself, okay, they won two games with Colt McCoy. Are they a better football team with Kyler Murray in there? So I flip-flopped them based on my last viewing of the Kansas City Chiefs prior to the bye. Does that make sense to you? you in other words, you just considered it a little bit more yeah. and thought, you know what? I, by the way, I respect that, Jay. In other words, I thought about it more, and with more time to think about it, I, my rankings from a couple weeks ago, I like these better. Couple, yeah, I liked it. Uh, from last week. And the Bills last don't week, make it last just a couple weeks. Last week. Don't right. mean, one, one well, week. last week. <laughs> yeah, but you got to. <laughs> but it's, it's an like, honest ranking. It's, like, it's what he's feeling. It's like, it's always it's like the college, honesty. It's like the college football committee, playoff committee. <laughs> I see it with my eyes. Oh, I pay attention you to it. And then I say to myself, because <laughs> yeah, the Tennessee Titans, should they be in there? No, they should not. I okay. Yeah, yeah. But, but the record indicates that they should based on the record. I like where you Based have the Ravens. Based on the record, they should be. By the way, I like where you have the Ravens. Nowadays in the AFC, everyone's like, as you said, the Chiefs or maybe the Patriots. Meantime, everyone, the Ravens just won a game where Lamar threw four interceptions. They're all banged up, and they won. Lamar ain't throwing four interceptions again. And That's they won a game before that again. versus Chicago uh, with their backup quarterback. When they get healthy, week, look out. They could win the Super Bowl this next year. Next week, what, they might there? be at the top. Yeah, right. You just never know. You never. By the way, you, they, don't even, they do might have a buy and be and, at the and, top. In teams like the Raiders, <laughs> the teams like the Raiders aren't even in there. The Buffalo Bills are not in the top six, but that don't mean they're not seven or eight. Just mean they're not six. Yeah, or I, one or two. So you've abandoned have the Raiders. You've now. abandoned ship too early on the Bills in my in my. I was opinion. just angry. I was very angry. No, you very can't angry. use that, Jay. What do you, mean? you can't be angry. I'm a fan. I'm a fanatic. I'm allowed Key, to do what I want. You, you that. are able you to just use whatever use that rising ex- you no, want. Be, no, that's not true because I'm not a fan of the teams that I punish. You are a fan of them. So you yes. you got to stay with that them. That means I'm allowed to punish them even harsher because is, I'm a fan. Isn't that interesting? Sometimes you have this, you're, you're harder on the team you root for, of right? Of course. Yeah, because that's, that's, Mina Kimes said it on this just in the other day. It's like an emotional hedge. It's, she called it an emotional hedge. You're like... You, you kind of punish them more just to brace yourself. Well, it's the same reason. In case I they lose, you, 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 you were expecting The it. same reason I don't talk about Duke. And the, yesterday I was like, man, we're the best team in the country. Look what happens. That, that's why yeah. I do, you don't say it. Yeah. You well, stay away you, from, don't anger the sports you guys. Look at, yeah. When you look at the, the rankings or you look at the teams in the National Football League, you have to say to yourself, can the Patriots honestly beat the Buccaneers when they're fully healthy? Can the Ravens beat the Buccaneers when they're fully healthy? Can the Bucs beat – the Cardinals, when everybody's fully healthy, what does you know? You start looking at the matchups. Yeah. What are the strengths of a team? Who's playing the best football of anybody right now? It's the Green Bay Packers. Speaking, and you could say it's the New England Patriots, but I don't think New England can beat Green Bay in a head-to-head matchup. Speaking of the Packers, um, are they at full strength? Here is Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show. As compared this Monday to the last Monday, I definitely. Felt better and same with this Tuesday to last Tuesday. So keep getting treatment, 
You know, we've uh, we're hoping to avoid surgery, obviously, but the surgery would be such a minor one; it wouldn't be something that I have to miss time with. That's a prereq for any surgery that I have at this point. I'm not going to miss any time, so we'll kind of reassess early next week and make a decision. But it's not something where I could have surgery, you know, on a Monday or Tuesday and play on Sunday. I love him. You know, there's sometimes I hear Aaron Rodgers and I start to roll in my eyes because I'm just like, I can't, I, I can't. Yeah, like the toe's fine. You're going to be all right. I hear what you're saying about potentially surgery, not surgery. But damn, dude, you threw for 400 yards with the hurt toe. Like, just keep doing what you're it's doing. The pinky toe, though. It's not the, the pinky big toe. toe. Shot my pinky toe. My pinky yeah, toe. He uh, certainly balled out with a whatever pinky toe hurt, what it hurt toe, whatever the case is. Maybe it didn't affect him at all. Like I said, I'm sure they give they gave him something that may, will make his toe feel better through the course of the game. Yeah, by the way, he to, he's very selective where he follows medical advice. The toe hurts. Can, if you have something for it, okay, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. Jeez. If he has surgery, the, believe me, he's going to take some kind of anesthetic on the, the toe. The toe was immunized. Yeah, he, he ain't, oh, going, he ain't going to a volcano. I and, Joe Buck said it. He don't win the game. He, he, he ain't going to a volcano and looking for aloe leaves or something around. Whatever he does, then he takes the I, anesthetic. I just love how he talks, though. It's just everything is just so... You know, hey, yeah, calm. yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The tonality, and just relax. I'm still in Hawaii, even though I'm in Green Bay. And I'm chilling. Toes you know, in the like... camera. <laughs> what do you think the gap is if fully healthy? Like, and I don't mean players who are gone for the year. Yes, but like players they could get back so that so no other major injuries. If fully healthy, you just mentioned you know in your rankings some of these teams. What about the Cardinals and Packers? What is the like the the Cardinals have a very good case that since the beginning of the year, they're the best team in football. I mean, they're even they've with Kyler Murray they they could they could make the argument. Yeah, yeah, you you could make the argument. I just think that I can't see as great as Kyler Murray's been when he's on the field and healthy. I can't see that he can match Aaron Rodgers' play quarter for quarter. I just don't see with the it. chips on the line. I, I don't see it. Why not? I, I just don't see it. Their, yes, defense, he hasn't done their it yet. defense that Joe Barry's playing better. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has got some weapons to play with. We see they lose Aaron Jones and they find Dylan. So they've got the running game, which is more of a power running game. They went um, to Arizona when they, they had Kyler Murray and they didn't have yeah. Devontae Adams and I mean, still won a, on a short week. They didn't week. have Devontae Adams or Lazar or uh, – Valdez Scanton, I believe all three of those guys were out in that game, and they still went to Arizona and won. Could Arizona but, do that at Green Bay? Does home field matter in this matchup? For Arizona, it does. Sure because it does. The reason, but, I, the reason I think it matters is because you got a team going from 110 degrees in January in Arizona to below zero in Green Bay. That's a big – <laughs> right, so, so what do you say? The gap? What's out, the gap? Man. The gap? What's the gap? Because I don't think the gap is I, – I, I would probably give the slight edge to Green Bay. But I don't think the gap is that big. I mean, we're talking about – we're making it sound as if we know Green Bay would just dominate Arizona, and that's not no, the case, Honestly, guys. I feel, I I feel that Arizona case. at full strength is probably the best team in football, but I do agree with Key. It's not that Kyler Murray can't do it, Jay. So you haven't seen it. Because I haven't seen it, I don't have the same kind of faith in him in the playoffs, I don't know that as the, Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if they have full strength. The Green Bay's have full strength. They're better. Than yeah, maybe. Bay maybe Bay. I'm saying it's, just, it, it's close. What he said also about home field. When you play in Arizona, I agree with that point. Your blood thins out, man. And I lived in L.A. It does. The cold affects you different. Now you got to go to the frozen tundra. 
I agree with you <laughs> on that point. It it, it's not. It's not. And teams have gone into the frozen tundra. We watched the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do it. Teams have gone in there and won. I've, when I played, I went in there and won when it was like below eight degrees or something crazy like that, where we didn't even warm up outside because it was too damn cold. Yeah, and by the way, we're going to get into it at some point, but Rodgers-Brady rematch, NFC Championship game, because if those two rosters are at full strength. Listen to the Man in the Arena podcast, speaking of Tom Brady, a 10-part series exploring how sports has an impact on our everyday lives through the lens of Tom Brady's career. Brought to you by ZipRecruiter and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Let's, guys, get to one team in the AFC headed in the wrong direction. Bengals balled out. T. Higgins balled out. Joe Burrow balled out. They got a chance to win the division. They probably going to wind up going to the playoffs and not Cleveland. 32 yards, Joe Burrow to T. Higgins. Big Ben should retire. Like, go back in and say, man, I quit. You want, you want like a little enjoyment in your day I'm in love early in the morning? The coat, coat. Do you enjoy enjoyment? Go I mean, back there and quit. Do you enjoy enjoyment? Do you enjoy enjoyment? Well, you're going to enjoy this in that case. Guys, I never had the shoulder pads on at any level. Never, ever, right? Pop Warner, nothing. I was a skinny little kid. You but didn't if get I, the ones for Christmas? Uh, never. The little Listen, foam ones? We, we, played, ner- we played stop motion in, in, with, with a Nerf stop ball. Stop motion. Yeah, you stop, <laughs> because New York, it's all concrete, so you just got to stop forward motion in the playground. But look, if I played football, oh, man, I'd want to play for Mike Tomlin. I'm not saying he's the best coach. That's the dude I'd want to play for. Listen. Listen to <laughs> Mike Tomlin responding to Chase Claypool saying – that practice should be more fun. They should play music and stuff. Here's Mike Tomlin. Well, you know, Claypool plays wide out, and I'll let him do that. Um, I'll formulate the practice approach, and I think that division of labor is probably appropriate. <laughs> he, he, has, he has to deal with these. He, listen, he doesn't have to deal with anything. I mean, it, it, that was a seven-second soundbite that just took care of everything you need to know. It, it, but that it show it reveals how he deals with the nonsense he hears from like you think about like A B. Uh, let's stay off social media. He's literally giving a speech in the locker room to stay off social media. A B is putting it on what was it, Facebook Live? He's it was streaming one of them, it live. One, one of them social media outlets. <laughs> yeah, Claypool, you know, he's young and he thinks that the music part of it is supposed to go down. Some teams play music. I mean, we played music at some of my teams, and some teams we didn't play music. So I'm just, just like, you know, I get what Coach Tomlin is <laughs> saying. You worried about music right now. I'm worried about getting a damn W. Exactly. Focus your priorities on something that we should be focusing on right He'll, now. He, he will not be saying that again, that's for sure. <laughs> He's, I, don't, I don't know. Sometimes with these wideouts, Key, your, your, your brethren at the wideout position, Key, it's something else, man. Well, it ain't just, it's not just the receivers. We just, for whatever reason, have the snack, crackle, pop, and the splash. Home you know? run hitters. That's why. And so everybody run to us when something goes down because we're going to give them, you know, we're going to give them some color. Juju making TikToks and this, like, it's, it doesn't stop with Mike Tomlin the most. Like, he, he is just worried about the task at hand, and there's always some receiver on that team saying something. Why is he looking like Omar Epps, though? <laughs> stop. Who, Mike Tomlin? Oh, that's, that's Omar Epps' uh, older brother. <laughs> Always, always dead. Now, I, I do believe how he reacted to the sound of Ryan Clark the other day. That was interesting to me. It sure was. It tells you. Should we listen to that right now? Yes. Let's let's let's. He, okay. Since you brought it up, Jay. Here's Mike Tomlin 
responding to Ryan Clark, who said, you know, those guys, he doesn't recognize this Steelers team is what he said. Here's Mike Tomlin. Uh, Well, just to be clear, Steelers have been struggling. Ryan Clark, a champion Pittsburgh Steeler who played for Mike Tomlin, said he doesn't recognize this team. Um, Guys have been in that room, guys that understand the standards uh, that we aspire to. Um, They probably have a better understanding of that than anybody that's not uh, in that room right now. Well, he's right. I mean, you know, what he's saying there is Ryan Clark is not on this team, but he understands what a Steeler is all about. How are you supposed to approach a game? How are you supposed to approach your professionalism and do the things that you're supposed to do? That's not happening to his football team. That's why Mike Tomlin said there's going to be some changes. And I don't know what those changes are, but there's going to be some people that's going to be looking uh, for new jobs at some point. That's the thing. What what Ryan Clark is saying is these dudes aren't playing like Steelers. And Tomlin's backing up. Uh, RC, but in saying it, what he really wanted to say, it sounded to me, what he was heading down that road was dudes who played here and won a championship here mm-hmm. understand more about it than the guys in that locker room right now. But he stopped himself, it sounded to me, and said, then anyone except for the guys in that locker yeah. room. Yeah, and when you think about it, Jay, when Mike Tom has gone to two Super Bowls, won one, lost one. The players ain't asking the guys that won the Super Bowl with them aren't asking to play music. That's exactly the point. They asking how can we win a damn game? How do we get back to Steeler football? Running the ball, beating your head in, and stopping you on defense. That's Steeler football. And they're not doing that right now. They're not doing that right now. And this is this happened, as I said, to the Yankees, to the Lakers, to the Giants. Last go-round for Eli, Kobe, Jeter, Roethlisberger, too. You give the legend this one last year. You let him do it until he proves to you he can't do it anymore. That's what Roethlisberger is proving right now. The Steelers are done this year. By done, I mean they'll probably be a game over five hundred. Tomlin is one Super Bowl-winning coach. Could another one be changing teams in 2022? Next, ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.